Today, our special guest is Jessica Winder, a registered nurse and board-certified nurse coach. She shares with us some incredible insights about failing forward and surrendering to setbacks. I just love her quotes and her insights and her wisdom when it comes to seeing failure as opportunities and even seeing joy in opposition. I know it sounds foreign, doesn't it? You're going to love part one and part two of this podcast episode, because let's be honest, we all have trials and setbacks, and we're all trying to figure out how to make it through successfully, not just for ourselves, but for our loved ones. I can't wait to jump in. Hey parents, welcome to Fulfillment Therapy. Do you want to raise your kids better and have a stronger marriage? Are you up late at night researching marriage and parenting tools and self-care tips? Do you start each day hoping for deeper connections and less chaos, but it ends with family arguments and going 12 different directions again? My name's Kendra, wife, mom, therapist, and growth enthusiast. It wasn't until I discovered how to fulfill my unmet needs that I was finally able to show up as my best self, as a spouse and parent. I realized that by meeting my needs, I could more fully meet the needs of my family with more energy and less resentment. In this podcast, I teach parents skills like boundary setting, prioritizing personal needs, communication, and claiming ownership. Just like my clients, you'll be shocked by the improvement in your marriage, parenting, and personal life when you focus on fulfilling your important, unmet needs. Ready to prioritize yourself so you can quit mentally throat-punching people? Then grab those earbuds and head outside, and let's rock and talk. I like to read a lot of business books as well, or anything on personal growth. And they share a lot of stories of people, just like you were mentioning, that overcame things. But the most genius entrepreneurs or the head, the people that really understand success, they are often the ones that leave their family or their kids, especially very little in inheritance, because they recognize that learning is part of the journey and not to just give them things, but help them grow and develop. So to not leave them this immense wealth, but instead to give it away before they get it. I imagine that would be somewhat devastating, but it actually also makes me think of another story. I may have shared this before. I don't remember. But some of my favorite memories of my children, uh, especially now as they're getting a little bit older, are not those times when they succeeded and things were just kind of easy and they kept developing and they were so amazing. But it is more when they really struggled. There's this time when my my daughter's been a dancer since she was two and a half. And she did try out for the Nutcracker. And it was a lot of people auditioning for it. And she didn't get in. And she was really devastated. Very, very upset as this young child. And I really worried it was going to have an impact on her self-esteem long term with how upset she was. Especially because she had so much dancing experience. But then the next year, it really surprised me that she tried out again. And I knew how devastating that was for her. And she didn't get in again. And I was just, as her mother, just so heartbroken and just feeling terrible for her. 
but I had never been so proud of her, especially afterwards and how she was she was talking and how she was handling it. Just the insight and the wisdom that she had for experiencing such devastation when so many of her peers and different people had gotten into it. It just it was this beautiful moment of seeing what failing forward looks like and how beautiful that can be. Instead of just focusing on doing things that feel safe and not really trying at all. I think that just speaks to who your daughter is as a person and for you as well. Like like you said, seeing her go through that not only once but twice, that's eye-opening and just made me think, and I'm working on this because, you know, my oldest is six and she's coming into that age a little bit where you know, she's at school and I can't control (laughs) every little thing that I want to. Yeah. Like, are we actually creating experiences for our children to fail, to have, to have these opportunities for growth, right? Like they're not, I'm sure your daughter will remember that experience and worked harder to try out again. And who knows what will come of it after that too, you know, like those experiences really do truly shape us and mold our character and yeah, just contribute to our growth long term. Absolutely. And I love how you said, you said, give them opportunities to fail. That sounds so, so funny to say it. But at the same time, it sounds very beautiful. Like, of course, you would want that. Because if you don't set that stage, that training ground in your home, where it is safer and more secure, they're able to learn these things. And we normalize it. Now, in the case of my parenting, I have many mistakes. And this particular thing I bring up to my daughter every so often, and she knows how proud I am of her. Like, those are the things that we choose to highlight. Those times, not necessarily where everything was super easy and she just did awesome, but those times when she knew there was a big chance that she wouldn't get in, and yet she did it anyway. And she remembered keenly how heart-wrenching it was to not get in. Because we normalize that, one of those things that we might have done a little bit better, there's a greater willingness and this culture in my family of doing something, even if you don't know what the result will be. Now, I hope that I do that more often. And it sounds like you're just starting (laughs) your journey towards that with your (laughs) six-year-old. But even with young children, I don't know if you can even think of an example, but I'm sure you've come across that and done that naturally already. Yeah, I mean, I think of things that I definitely would have done differently. Yeah. With kind of looking back, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. How would I have been different if I did X or Y? But I try not to dwell too much on that because honestly, like those things that I learned the hard way, quote unquote, really, I mean, that's the only way I would have learned it. You know, it doesn't come in a textbook. Usually it comes with experience. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it was a textbook. It feels like it'd be a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right now we're trying to navigate tantrums as like our youngest has more tantrums than any of our kids have ever had. And so I'm having to learn these things that I feel like I should have down really well, but every kid is so different. Mm -hmm. And it is all about, well, I hope it's about failing forward and not failing backward. But I'm like, oh, yeah, that approach definitely did not work. That one either. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it'll be forgiving of my weaknesses. (laughs) Totally. Yes. And yeah, I mean, obviously, none of us have perfect parents. I cannot but think about how, you know, our Heavenly Father feels about us, how 
he sees us stumble and fall all the time and he doesn't intervene. You know, he's he's the ideal parent that just quietly, you know, comforts and, and guides us, but doesn't step in or try to, to take our pain away immediately. You know, it's Absolutely. it's just something to think about to kind of have that as our true north to remember like it's not about how perfect can I be, you know, as a parent. It's yeah, well my my kids will see me fail and stumble and make mistakes with them but that's where growth happens too in relationships as well kind of coming back from that experience and and growing closer definitely as you're speaking to that it reminded me often in our prayers or in our even just desires if you don't believe in god whatever that is sometimes we so quickly want someone to save us and it reminds me of a child learning to walk essentially we're just like come help us like carry us or do all these things not recognizing that if we are left to ourselves not only will we gain so much more independence as we learn to walk but we'll be able to run and play and experience life in a way we never could imagine as that toddler that's just starting to stumble around and getting discouraged by their inability to do it well And I think if we could remember that sometimes that we don't have the full picture yet. And if we could see a few days, weeks, years, decades down the road, what that failure will bring us in growth, that maybe we wouldn't be so quick to beg someone, whether it's God or anyone, to bail us out of that. Mm, Yeah, that visual of stumbling a toddler learning to walk reminded me of a quote by William Churchill. I think he says, Success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. That is like a childlike thing. Like they stumble and fall, they whack their head on corners and walls and they cry for a minute, but then they're energetically moving to the next thing. It's it's always hilarious to me how my you know, you know, my young kids are screaming one second and just laughing hysterically the next. It's <laughs> such a childlike thing that we we can learn as adults just to be more enthusiastic about those stumbling. Right. And I love that quote. Can you say that again? Success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. <laughs> I love that. I would like to say I have lots of enthusiasm for those failures, but you know, that's just not always the case for me personally. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> something to, yeah, something to uh, embody for the future, hopefully. You said Churchill said that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a great guy. I really like a lot of his insights. Well, I do have one more question for you. My last question for you is in your experience, In your experience, how can embracing failure as a gift help people navigate challenges personally and even in their family relationships? Kind of like we were just talking about, it really is a gift. And we're on this path. I'm a very spiritual person, so I always relate things to spiritual metaphors and in a spiritual way. You know, I think if we're on this path to, you know, eternal life or or whatever that looks like for you obviously going to be obstacles. That's part of life. That's the human experience. And there are detours on this journey, on this road. But I love the thought that like obstacles are detours in the right direction. The path is not meant to be straight because A, that's boring. And B, again, like we're just going to be platonic, boring, faithless 
people <laughs> if we don't have these obstacles and detours on our path. Um, and so embracing failure definitely comes the more we fail, uh, you know, kind of like the first time, the first cut is the deepest, as that song goes, you know, the first time probably is going to hurt a little bit, but it's always never fun. But in your personal and family you know, relationships and in life in general, it's really the comeback that makes it worth it. This life is meant to be joyful. You know, we're meant to have joy. But again, how can we experience this joy if we don't experience the opposite? There's got to be extremes on either side of the spectrum. And the more extreme we fall to one side, the more extreme we're then capable of feeling on the other side. The more failures, the more hard times, the more obstacles you know, we, we face, that therefore opens up more opportunity for the opposite to be true, for joy, for fulfillment, for true peace and happiness in this life. So many of the things you said, just talking about that opposition in all things and those obstacles and those detours, it just really what matters is how we come back from that, how we show up after. Like, how is it that we're responding? When you were speaking to that, it reminded me the song by Rascal Flatts called Bless the Broken Road. I'm trying to find I love the, that song. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to find the exact line that I'm thinking about. That was almost our wedding song. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Every long lost dream led me to where you are. Others who broke my heart. They were like northern stars, pointing me on my way into your loving arms. This much I know is true, that God blessed the broken road that led me straight to you. And I think that what's so powerful about that, like even get the chills thinking about it, it doesn't have to be about a romance, that this is just one example. There is such a broken road in our life. And you spoke to some of the things for you. And I've mentioned on the podcast before, like, losing my brother, losing my dad, abuse, different things that have happened. We all have had several of those things happen. But that is a broken road. Those things I never would have chosen willingly without a lot of foresight and understanding. And yet they lead me straight to where I need to be, where you opened up with. You talked about wanting to help others reach their true potential. And this does lead us to that space where we're that giant that we never would have thought of. And it reminds me even of um, Hubie Brown and the current bush. God mm. loves you enough to hurt you because he knows who you can become. My favorite quotes have to do with all of those things. Are we going to allow him to mold us? And again, whether you have this faith-filled background or not, like who is it that you are allowing yourself to become in those failures? I love Hubie Brown's talk about the current bush. That's one of my favorites as well. You know, why are you cutting me down? Why are you making this harder for me? And, you know, he says, I'm the gardener here. You know, I know what you're supposed to become. Yeah, I just love that story so much. It really paints a good visual on our mortal myopic brains. Can't wrap our minds around what really is our true, true potential. Only God knows that. And it's just like you said, like allowing, surrendering and and letting that mold us and, and shape us into who we're supposed to be. I feel like that's a great place to end. Molding us and shaping us into who we're supposed to be, especially that part that we didn't say those words exactly, but I'm glad you're speaking to it, is that surrender, that surrendering, that acceptance, that letting go and trusting the journey. And right back to the beginning, just these things are happening 
for me instead of to me? And how are we going to see those things? Are we going to fail forward or we're going to let that cause us to stumble and fall back instead of embracing life and the challenges and all the beauty that's ahead? Thank you Mm -hmm. for sharing all those things with us today. I feel like you had so many great nuggets. I'll have to get some of those quotes from you. You've said a few that were perfect for today. So I appreciate your preparation and all the insights that you brought. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for having me. And thank you for being this inspiring, amazing human that you are that is sharing so much with the world. And I'm proud of you. You're awesome. Thank you, first and foremost. And no matter who you are in this world, whether you're Nelson Mandela or Tony Robbins or whoever, it still feels so good to hear things like that. So I I appreciate your thanks and your gratitude because it it means a lot. And same to you. Thank you for all the things that you're doing, especially now as a coach and helping other women holistically become who they are meant to become. Like the ripples that we can create if more people are doing these things and celebrating them and using their own gifts and their potential. I'm just so grateful that you're going forward in this world and doing things with those gifts. And not only there, but you talked about in the very beginning as a parent, you have a six, three and eight month old, and it's often easy to feel like a failure that resonates with a lot of moms. So I appreciate you bringing that up and still doing the things that make you who you're supposed to become, even when you feel like a failure as a mom. So again, thank you for being on the show with us today. friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, chances are someone else would too. Would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who's looking for greater family fulfillment? And while you're sharing, tell me what you think about the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. It refuels me when I hear this podcast is helping you, no matter what your house or your hair looks like. I'll meet you back here every Monday and Thursday morning for more episodes. Until then!